2: Please welcome Big John GK. Oh, thank you for having me. It's still surreal to think that I grew up watching that show and to now think I've got my own jingle. Isn't that from Die Hard, though? No? You got it. Yes, yeah, I tried to so trick. let go. Nice. Under the radar, the best team in Sunday League football. My granddad could do it. You're like, Bring out your granddad for the next game, you know. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. <laughs> he probably like cuddles a teddy bear when he goes to bed <laughs> and everything. These magnificent S1 gloves. We're gonna be flown out to Barcelona to play at the camp now. And I said, like, "Wow, you're lying." Started diving on the Wednesday. He finished scoring <laughs> the goal first. From the moment that Jimmy sees me, he's just big John. <laughs> what a save from Mark Howard.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard, and producer Ben. I've got one of the biggest YouTube sensation goalkeepers with me today. Everything he touches
2: seems to be saved. Uh please welcome Big John GK. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on, mate. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I've been waiting for this moment at <laughs> this point.
1: <laughs> right, at every YouTube video at the moment I could kind of see, all soccer AM, you're in the background making top hand saves.
2: That is true. I think at this point I'm even getting sick and tired of seeing my face in these videos. But um, yeah, just been trying to be everywhere at this point from Sidemen videos, Chris M D, and even Billy Wingrove the other day, and it just makes it fun. It's brilliant, <laughs> mate. Obviously, Soccer AMs
1: where we all kind of have got to know you from, and that, and uh, taking part in their shootouts and their, with the celebrities and that. You've made some absolute weldies on that platform oh, as you. well.
2: It, you know what, it's still surreal to think that I grew up watching that show and to now think I've got my own jingle on the show and everything is <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, and I'm forever grateful for even getting the opportunity to be on the show. How did that come about? Um, so I've actually had a mate that worked on Love Island. And I remember... <laughs> That's he... not where I thought the story <laughs> yeah, was going to start. Yeah. And um, I remember just messaging him constantly saying okay what do I do to be on TV like there was a lot of shows that I wanted to be on and I just didn't know how to and um, he told me look find find the producers find any way to contact them and just message them and see what they say and I remember dropping wait let me write this down please (laughs) (laughs) I've got you I've got you Um, and I remember just like writing to I think it was four or five people that are involved in soccer even people that probably are not even involved directly. They're probably like cleaners or something. I'm not sure. And um, they got back to me and they said, look, we we see what you do on YouTube. I would love to have you on the show. We will hit you up when we need you. And I waited a whole year. Wow. (laughs) um, Because of COVID. And they just, I kept messaging them saying, hey, do you still need me? And they kept going, it's COVID, mate. Um, We don't want to bring in any new goalkeepers or anything like that. And I thought, it's not, it's never going to happen. You could have point. isolated in your six-yard box. That's, that's what I thought. I literally was saying to them, like, realistically, keep them as far out as you want. I'll just pass the ball back. So I'll, I'll even sanitise them if you need me to. <laughs> um, but yeah, once, once I got the opportunity, I, you know, I firmly grasped it, uh, you know, sh- shouted keepers and everything. And I thought, yeah, you know, this is my place to stay for sure.
1: Superb. Right, let's go back to when you first
2: started playing in goal. Can you remember what age you was? I can, indeed. Um, I had a short little stint when I was 10 years old. And I even was really close to a Chelsea trial as a kid. And um, I remember there was a cup game and um, got injured. And it was like the semi-final of like this big tournament, lots of scouts around. And 2-2, there was a shot from probably like 30 yards out. And I thought to myself, oh, this is definitely going out. And I just completely leave it. Oh, wow. And it just rolls in, and I just see all the scouts turn around and go home. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I, I wasn't a goalkeeper for a while. I was actually a striker um, for a very long time. Got injured and decided, you know what? I'm tall, six foot three at the time. And I thought, yeah, let me be a goalkeeper. And since like the age of 14, just stuck to it. Yeah. What is it you love about it? About goalkeeping or? Yeah, yeah. about goalkeeping. You know what I think is the fact that a lot of strikers are always confident that they can score goals. And I think I just find the pleasure of just being able to deny them with like an absolute worldie and just be like, listen, we're better than you guys. Um, <laughs> and I think that's all you need. I'm not, I'm not sure, like, what was it for you?
1: Yeah, I literally just love diving around, getting hurt and frustrating people. <laughs> like, we're, we're like the fun sponges of football. Mm. We, we want to make it boring. Like, oh, 100%. We walk off a pitch at nil-nil and we're like,
2: yes, what a game. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love that game, nil-nil. Ah oh, yes. I mean, I'm, I've still got a soft spot. Like, I do have to win a game, I think, especially with the team that I've been at. We've, we went invincible for two years in a row. So any game that isn't a win... You know, we've had a few games that are like nil-nils and I'm like Jesus Christ lads like get me up front as well at the same time <laughs> um but yeah I mean growing up I was never that kid that would love to go into a challenge like that came over time um I, I used to play like men's football from a very young age so I remember like there would always be you know the big strikes I'm, <laughs> I'm literally skin and bones. Um, But yeah, over time, that's something that developed. And I'm like, yeah, now I want to get stuck in for sure. Um, I just love it.
1: Uh, Who was your inspiration growing up? Frank Lampard. Oh, right. An (laughs) outfielder. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that one either. Um,
2: Yeah, it definitely was Frank Lampard growing up for the most of it. But then... Chelsea fan then, yeah? Yeah. And like once I became a goalkeeper, it definitely was Petr Cech. Um, What a goalkeeper. And I think him and Manuel Neuer were definitely the goalkeepers that I think shaped me to become who I am now. Um, but then I also had like massive respect for like Edwin van der Sar. I think it's crazy to me that he doesn't get talked about as much. He's my idol. Days.
1: I think he's the best that there's ever been.
2: Genuinely, he's like the fact that, you know, late thirties, he's still pulling out absolute worldies for Manchester United, helping them win the cha- Champions League. And you're thinking, you know, okay, maybe, you know, he started off his career a little bit late at the big teams, but you're thinking, Jesus Christ, like, Give this guy some respect. <laughs> um, Peter Cech was obviously someone
1: amazing to look up oh, to, 100%. and that, especially with you being a Chelsea fan. That that glory era with Jose Mourinho in charge must have been mental. Oh,
2: genuinely. I think, you know, there was a lot of stick from him straight away, um, kind of to, similar to what Mendy had when he joined. Um, but the fact that, you know, he was part of that squad that only let in 15, 16 goals, um, you know, in, Two thousand four, two thousand five and you're thinking, Jesus Christ, he's not going to let anything in. Um and you know, he's he's somebody that, you know, you could look at. He had so many amazing moments, you know, by Munich in twenty twelve. You just I remember watching that game. I literally got his shirt right after that game. I thought, Yes, this That's is it. me. Um and yeah, just what what a player, hundred percent.
1: So obviously watching Chelsea then, what was your first memory of going to Stamford Bridge was it a goalkeeping moment was it a footballing Frank Mm. Lampard moment you know
2: what for me what um, age are you so I'm 24 at the moment so you
1: came through yeah
2: the perfect time amazing Um, so I actually grew up from like I'd say not a poor family but on that type of side so we didn't even get a chance to go to a Chelsea game until the Champions League winning yeah wow so like you know I would have been 14 at the time. And, you know, I mean, I grew up watching every single game at home. But I remember distinctively it was a 5-0 game against Genk um, when Kevin De Bruyne was playing for their team. Wow. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, what a player he was. And I just remember what an experience that was. And then from then, I was like, yeah, there's, there's not even a chance I would support any other team. Um, And it just became a part of my identity. And, like, I think that season, especially just watching... Like I said, check and what he was doing, despite of the fact that he was fifth in the league, um, was just yeah, was just magnificent. Superb. Right, let's crack straight on with the quiz.
1: I okay. Don't know if you've heard it yet, but we've got a quiz called Goalie or No Goalie, and I've got ten names written down. Five are fictional, and five are real international <laughs> goalkeepers. Okay. So I'm going to test your knowledge. Theo did quite well earlier. Theo Baker. Uh, he got six out of ten.
2: Now. Did he mean it or was it one of those? To be
1: fair, his ball knowledge is good. And he was even naming some of the goalkeepers clubs. He was was even naming their FIFA ratings. Yeah, he actually did. Called one of them out.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. You know
1: what? No pressure. (laughs) Yeah, no pressure at all. Yeah. (laughs) Right, one point for each correct answer. Ready? Okay.
2: Ivika Avucic. Okay. To be honest with you, I've never heard of him. So, going to go with my gut. He's not a player. He is a goalkeeper for Croatia. Oh, I actually,
1: that was one of Theo's. That damn. Didn't get that one, I don't think.
2: Is there no way that we can rewind that? <laughs> <like>? <laughs> yeah.
1: Just edit that bit out. <laughs> right, we'll go number two then. Right, pronunciation, bear with me. I was going to say good luck with this one. Asia, Kawashiyama. Jesus Christ. Um, Kawashima.
2: Uh, uh, that's probably a better pronunciation. <laughs> 50-50 chance. Once again, I'm going to say no. You would be wrong. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> he is Japan and Strasbourg goalkeeper. Damn. <laughs> not going that great so far, No, Geoff.
2: No, no, no. Um, I meant American football. That oh, is right, where, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the confusion. That's what my knowledge is. Fair enough. Of course.
1: Yeah. Or hockey goalkeepers.
2: a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here we go. Right, number three. Wilton Sampao. You know what? For all of these, I've wanted to say they're a goalkeeper, but I'm just waiting for that moment where it's not a goalkeeper. So I'm going to say not a goalkeeper. He is not a goalkeeper. Yes. He was a
1: controversial (laughs) referee for England v France. Oh,
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, yeah. He totally knew that. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You definitely knew it. You've got one. Let's go. Right. Jose Feliciano. Okay, the name seems familiar. And I don't know why it seems familiar. I'm going to say not a goalkeeper. He is not a goalkeeper. There you go.
1: He actually is a singer of <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Yes. <laughs> the, okay. What, what a song, man. What a tune! what yeah. a Christmas <laughs> banger that is. <laughs> okay. Trying to, I'm trying to catch you out, but you're getting there now. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think you picked it up now. Right. Number five, Walter Cronkite. <laughs> Walter Cronkite.
2: Jesus. They're not easy. I, I, they're, they're it's not, not an easy yeah. quiz, this, mate. It's, Are you sure you could have just said, like, Wojciech chance Yeah, there, exactly. And all good, like, <laughs> of course. Nah, that's no um, fun in that. You know what? I feel like I'm very anti-goalkeeper at this moment. I've said every one of them is not a goalkeeper, so I'm going to say he is a goalkeeper. He is
1: not a goalkeeper. (laughs) Damn.
2: He is a former
1: American TV (laughs) journalist. Oh, Just chucked some
2: random (laughs) names in
1: there, mate. (laughs) Right, number six. Lawrence Atizigi. Goalkeeper. He is a goalkeeper. Yes, here we go. Garner and St. Gallen. Goalkeeper. Ledge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're getting there. Halfway, you know, we'll take it. You're on three now? Yeah. Nice.
1: Right. Number seven, Mershal Barsham. Again, they're tricky, mate.
2: Yeah. Huh. I'm going to say goalkeeper.
1: He is a goalkeeper, there mate. He go. is a Qatar and Al outside goalkeeper.
2: Let's go. Nice. He's on a roll now. <laughs> you've definitely picked it up now. It's definitely not ball knowledge, I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's that? Three or four? Four. four? four. He's on four. Right. Number eight, Joseph Foster. You know what?
2: I am going to say because you expect you know with Ben Foster that you, there's going to be somebody familiar is this like I don't know one of his brothers or something like that
1: um, no these are international goalkeepers oh, inter- the, the five are international goalkeepers he might be like
2: an international goalkeeper for like I don't Good, know well I mean man that. or something I don't know um, <laughs> not a goalkeeper
1: he is not a goalkeeper <laughs> He is the co-founder of Reebok. Ah,
2: oh, yes. I used to go to school with him. <laughs> He's the
1: same age as me. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, John McClane.
2: Isn't that from Die Hard, no? You got it. Yes, yeah, I tried to trick let's you. Go. Nice. <laughs> you see, now I'm happy. I've got nice. the same as Theo Baker. That's all I need. Nice. <laughs> Last one then, Sebastian Sosa. Okay, Sebastian Sosa sounds like a familiar name. Now... For I'm not what sh- reason? <laughs> that, that is the question. I f- it's, okay, I feel like there are a lot of footballers with similar names. Like I know there's Sosa that plays left back for Croatia and I love everything. that you show you're working out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You know what? This is a keeper's page. I'm going to say he is a goalkeeper. He is
1: a goalkeeper, joining the lead. <laughs> he is the Uruguay and independent.
2: Yes, he is with the... With the, the big yes, hair, yeah. With, with the... It, the lion in the hair. I knew that the name seemed familiar. As you can tell, absolutely no ball knowledge. Just <laughs> just vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly it. Seven out of ten, mate. you got to be chuffed with that yeah, after t- a oh, very tricky start. Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, as I said, obviously, you're a goalkeeper in that. Um you're currently still playing Sunday League football? or I am indeed. Um We are playing... Give in your team a shout out here.
2: Under the radar, the best team in Sunday League football. And I don't even think it's a... a two, years unbeaten, two years unbeaten. Two years unbeaten. We are currently in a Super League now with a lot of the big names. There was always that talk about, you went two years unbeaten, but you was playing people that go to the pub every weekend. <laughs> and all but I think now we've played against some big teams. We've showcased that... We are a side that doesn't mess around, you need to look out for and you know, we've been doing pretty well in the league. We've only played two games and we're in December, which is crazy. But Wow. I've um,
1: played to put that into context, I'm already twenty seven games in. Damn. <laughs> and he still yeah. goes to the pub every week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just makes me sound lazy at this point, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been a really cool experience. Um, even getting to under the radar was just by pure luck. And, um, you know, never looks back ever since. How
1: how did you get to
2: Under the Radar? So, pure luck, right? Um, I never used to look at YouTube football and be like, oh, you know what? This is something I want to do. I've always wanted to do the pro route and everything. And I actually studied um, at uni in America. And I came back just in time before COVID. And I remember one day during COVID season, as everyone did. I was just watching YouTube and I was too lazy to press the autoplay feature. And an under the radar video came up. And I remember seeing one of my mates play as the left back. So shout out to George as well. He knows who he is. And I just remember seeing him in the game and I was playing for the same team as him at the time. And I just remember Like, okay, I'm going to walk up to him next training session, say to him, what do I have to do to be a part of the team? And I remember him saying, look, you can be a part of the team as long as you're there every single week. And I said, perfect. I'll join. And my first game was March. It was meant to be March the 24th, I believe. And we went into lockdown March the 22nd or something like that. (laughs) So I had to wait, I think it was four months maybe even five months, to get my first debut for them. But ever since then, um, there was no denying that I was going to stay at the team. And luckily, you know, they've been very appreciative of what I do for the team. And um, yeah, there's never been a question in that sense. Do you have any match
1: superstitions?
2: I do. I, I've, I've got a few to be honest. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, so I've got, <laughs> I've got three very stupid ones. One is I always put on my socks... Left first, yeah. That's run. not stupid. That's yeah. A pretty that was alright. Yeah. yeah, that was normal. The other ones is um, I always like tap the ground, nice little kiss to the gr- uh, to the sky, and my last one. This this is the stupid one. I always go up to the guy in the middle, um, in the white. I always go up to him, and I go, "If we win this game, we're gonna go record some content tomorrow." Oh wow! And we haven't even been recording content for like <laughs> half a year. <laughs> But it's just, like, something that I always say to him. And ever since we do that, um, me and one of the coaches, we have never, ever lost a league game to this day. Welcome, wow. Wood. Um, and, yeah, it's just been working. So I don't want to jinx myself or do anything. Um <laughs> To, to damage
1: hopefully he's there for every game
2: then yeah ho- yeah, hopefully <laughs> um, do you have any superstitions uh,
1: I've got a few uh, the usual left foot before your right foot left glove before your right glove you know like just the usual stuff and then the only other one is, uh, I've spoke about it before but I walk into my goal have a drink of water and then I, I spray it out like I'm triple H so like, oh, like Kai Walker amazing. does it uh, <laughs> mine's more of a, a fountain than mm. a proper spray <laughs> uh, but yeah I don't know why it's just something uh, that you just start doing I think you do it once I did it a couple of weeks ago I touched the floor I don't normally touch the floor but the ground was really wet and so I just rubbed my gloves on the floor and I I found the last three games I've actually done that that's amazing you just pick them up you don't know why
2: it's like when Fabian Bartos used to do at the World Cup and he used to Lauren Blanc used to kiss him on the head (laughs) (laughs) exactly nice Amazing, love it. Um, I mean, them on
1: the head before every game, and
2: they won every game. I'm a few haircuts away from having to go bald anyway, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to find somebody on my team to do that uh, to me. But <laughs> <laughs> amazing.
1: Do you have anything that you you usually eat before a game to to like, prepare?
2: You know what? I think I'm I'm the opposite because a lot of the games that we used to have were like very early um, kickoffs and. I actually have to travel probably the furthest out of anyone on the team. So it already takes me like an hour or two to get to the games. Um, So me getting up in the mornings, I usually hate to have breakfast. Um, So there's plenty of games. I literally just go with an empty stomach and just say to myself, why am I doing this? (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst decision ever. But it's just something that works. I feel like very light on my feet and...
1: This is something that you find is very common in goalkeeping. Is most goalkeepers like to try and be light on a match day? They eat a very yeah. light breakfast or a very light pre-match. Just, just I think it's just part of who we are that you think oh, oh, I might be a little bit quicker if I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a bit hungrier.
2: If I jump and I've had like breakfast and I don't hit the top bins, and I'm be like fuming at myself.
1: Talking about your spring, obviously we've all seen you absolute reach into the top <laughs> corner, and that's just pure natural athleticism, or is it something that you work on?
2: Um, yeah, natural athleticism, 100%. Um, I don't think, and this is terrible, I don't think I've actually had a proper goalkeeping training session no for, way. like, months. Um, i set that one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, any, and c- any coaches, please
1: slide into the DMs. <laughs> oh,
2: perfect. Um, the problem for me was that growing up, I never used to have goalkeeping coaching. And, um, you know, it used to be, you used to have, like, the one old coach that used to be like trying to say fundamentals and look at you and be like why are you not doing this when that's not even the proper way of doing things and I remember a lot of the time I actually had to teach myself so even when I watch myself back with a lot of the dives that I do I, I, I'm very critical of myself I, I look at it and I think you know a, a professional goalkeeper or even goalkeepers online would do it in a different type of manner and they probably would do it in a safer way but I've always had that mentality of as long as it doesn't go in. That's exactly it, mate. Do whatever you need to do. And um, yeah, there's definitely moments that I would love to have the magnificent, high top class dive that you see on your TikToks, Instagrams and everything. <laughs> you but, do
1: have that top hand save. Yeah. <laughs> You're quite <laughs> famous for your top hand save.
2: Maybe a little bit here and there, but I think even then like I've, I've always been somebody that's been very critical of myself. And I'll be like, leg could have been in a better position had probably could have caught that or something like that dude
1: is that something you do then you watch back the the youtube segments that you do and go oh actually i should have done better there
2: oh 100 percent. okay this is going to sound terrible love love to under the radar but every single time i watch their clips i always just go i just skip forward to wherever i have my saves and i go yeah i already know what happened in the game let's be honest um and yeah, I'm 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 always critical. That
1: that's something that I like I'm I'm like that. So we have a thing called Huddle, and all, all of our games go on there, and it's oh, all yeah. clipped up and that. And I never watch the full game back. I just click straight on my title, on my name. I watch every goal kick I've taken, every save, and then I'm like, I don't need to watch the good bits. So I just go to the free, like the couple yeah, of yeah. negative bits. I'm like, right, what do I do better next time? I need to improve.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think we're we're living in in an era now where. Um, a lot of goalkeepers want to get to a position, you know, whether that is pro or even sometimes even like a lot of people aspiring to be Sunday League footballers, which is still crazy concept in my head. But it's a lot of people are not critical enough of themselves and they've kind of look at themselves and they go, ah, I can kind of get away with this. Um, but like I said, I, I watch watch videos and, you know, the comment sections, they're bound to go how is this guy not playing for Arsenal, Chelsea, all of this? And I'm thinking, <laughs> no, no way.
1: Do, do you look at the comments? Obviously, because there could be a lot of positives, but there can also be some negatives.
2: Um, yeah, I, I still do. I know a lot of people don't, and I know how toxic comment sections could be. Um, but I think for me, it's more of a way of connecting with the community that you know we've built up. And I think it's amazing, I, I, I to this day, I still try to respond to every single DM that I get and to every single comment, which sometimes can be a bit <laughs> stressful, but it's, um, you know, I, I always know that there's going to be, you know, your keyboard warriors, they're going to say, how did you not save this shot from three yards out? That was absolutely <laughs> peppered, like my granddad could do. And you're like, bring out your granddad for the next yeah. game, you know? And, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, show us. Actually, show us. Come yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you must, you must get there Yeah, them. obviously wow, we wow. get a
1: lot of abuse and that, like good and bad. But yeah. it's something that you take on board. I quite enjoy that kind of banter with the opposition oh, fans 100%. and that now. And even your own fans, they give it to you tight if you're letting a goal. But it's just, that, <laughs>
2: that is the nature of our job, mate. Genuinely, you know what? Sometimes I actually love the heckling nowadays, but I love it because I don't know what happened over the last few years, but the creativity of heckling is <laughs> it's it's, it's either really good or really bad. Like, I've had moments, like, we, we played against Essie Dons, and, you know, they always bring in a massive crowd whenever they play. And I remember at one point, this, like, I, I, I wanted to say kid, but he's clearly a teenager, turns around and he goes, Oi, goalkeeper, um, you go kick that ball, mate. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I was literally, like, petrified after that moment. I thought the hooligans were going to get me. Um, and you're just thinking, Jesus Christ, like, w- what what is happening? I, wanna, I want somebody to, to say to me, you're absolutely terrible. Like, you know, go home or something. And you go, <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm here for. But you get so many interesting ones. Uh,
1: you, you mentioned SE Dons then. Uh, can we talk about Vic G? Yeah, we can. We definitely. Um... I know you obviously get a lot of comparisons and that. <laughs> Uh, and it's you kind of pitted against each other sometimes,
2: yeah, I think you know what It definitely didn't help with the fact that both our names are big something on on socials, and uh, you know i I actually wanted to stay away from that. um It was like soccer am that kind of brought out that name because you've also got Fenners, which his name is also John, so it just yeah. kind of made things easier but he he is a character. You know, and it's it's hilarious because he's kind of like an actor and I'm not not to discredit him in any way, but is you see this person, which is like he's a pantomime villain. Yeah. Isn't he? But then like after the game, we'll, we'll talk and he's just there like, oh, mate, you know, like I've been watching your stuff like, you know, well done on, on all of these <laughs> things. If you ever need a chat, you know, uh, call me up. Nice. And there's even been moments where, you know, um, if I've ever needed some sort of help because, you know, he's been on the scene for a while. Um, I'm able to like call him or he'll call me up and he'll be like, hey, like, how you been doing? And um, that's a sign you're never going to see no. on Essie Dons. If um, he's probably like fuming at this, if he's watching this, he's just going, why is he, Don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, he probably like cuddles a teddy bear when he goes to bed <laughs> and everything. Um, but yeah, proper proper sound guy. But of course there's, there's always been that rivalry between us, um, you know, um, both YouTube teams, both that have had success for a while. And it's always annoying playing against them because they, they'll probably be able to admit it themselves. I feel like we've deserved to win every single game, but I think the, their mentality is something that kind of brings them in and just gets the job done, which boils my blood a little bit.
1: Let's talk <laughs> about your nickname then. We're going to talk about mine as well. <laughs> Love it. Obviously, you've changed your name recently on socials and that to be yeah. John GK. What was it before?
2: So it used to be Jansav. Um It's like a shorted version of my uh, Surname, which is Jansevich, uh, or Jansevich, the Polish way. Oh, nice! Um, but to be, I honest, might include you in the quiz next week. Oh yes! 100 <laughs> percent. Um, <laughs> and it's like um, I've had so many nicknames over the time, but I think Big John is always the, like the easiest. You go to, you know, your Sunday team or whatever, like lads team and it's like Oi Big John you know <laughs> it just makes things so much easier Classically
1: footballers nicknames just add a Y on the end of anybody's name do not they?
2: Oh yeah to be honest the worst one I think I had was um, when I was younger I used to um, I used to be at Dagenham and Redbridge for a little bit and there was just a bunch of lads that started calling me John Joe and oh. I was like oh please don't <laughs> Not um, Irish, are you? No, and every single time I just kept thinking of John Joe Shelby, and I thought <laughs> weird comparison, but um, yeah, to be honest, I love love a nickname or two. You know, I've had uh, I've had Long John as well. Nice, um, yeah, everything kind of like under the sun, Johnny Boy, and all of those. But what is your nickname? <laughs> so
1: everyone in football knows me as Chomp, yeah, uh, and I'm it's gone back a, a long, long time. This, so uh, I went on loan uh, from Arsenal to Falkirk. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was uh, when I first signed for St. Miriam, sorry. And uh, I sat in the dressing room one day, uh, obviously introduced myself as H or Howie. Uh, that seems like a really long time ago. Uh, <laughs> and then literally, I think the first day, we had a trialist in from Croydon, which is where I'm also from, uh, and his name was Champ. So he sat next to me in the dressing room. I think we knew each other. Uh, and literally, the first thing that the captain did, oh, it was John Potter, the centre-back at the time. He came straight over and said, like, all right, Champ, nice to meet you. Ah, oh, Champ all right, chomp. And I went, (laughs) straight away, I nibbled. I was like, that's not my name. Don't call me that. that's not my name. My name's H. And he went, what are you chomping for? (laughs) The the whole dressing room erupted in laughter. So I was 18 years old. And for the first two or three months, I was going, that's not my name. Stop calling me that. Stop calling me that. I was so naive. So naive. And then literally, after two months, I changed all, like, my Snapchat name, my Instagram name. I changed my PlayStation profile. I was chomp 21. And it just stuck from then on. So... Literally every footballer now I've ever I've played with in the last eighteen years has called me chomp. So it's stuck.
2: That- <laughs> I <laughs> think that's an amazing nickname. Like yeah. way more creative
1: than just Big John. Yeah. Um, what What's the weirdest thing is like managers in team talks. They still call me chomp. They all know that's me as that. Amazing. So, like <laughs> yeah. it, the amount of times that uh, like players or managers have done press after a game, and they go, "Oh yeah, and, and chomp made a great save." And, they, and like, you can see the press officer go in. Who's Chomp? <laughs> or in the comments straight
2: away, it's like, Who, who's that? Who's that? Who's that's who's that? amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any other nicknames? No, that's it, yeah. I wish I had better ones, but... <laughs> I think when you've got an amazing nickname yeah, like stuck... that, is, there's, there's no need to even think about another nickname. Yeah,
1: it's really weird, you know, when like new people come into a dressing room and like when they walk around and you go, hi, I'm Chomp, they all look at you like you've got two heads. <laughs>
2: You're like, yeah, yeah, you'll find out. Don't worry about <laughs> it. That's amazing. You see, the problem for me as well, when, when I had my previous nickname... Was the fact that one, nobody could ever spell it, and also it was a matter of nobody could ever pronounce it. <laughs> so I always like would pronounce it Jantsev or whatever. People would never ever see the W, so they would just call me Chance. Yeah. And I even had teammates. So like whenever we had like new players come in, um, I, I just distinctively remember one of my teammates Marcel. He like comes up to me and he just goes, "Hey Chance, Chance, Chance," and I'm thinking up yeah like why is he calling me by, by my like Instagram handle uh, and I was like my name's John and he's like oh okay okay but then I've also had like people online call me Janice uh, <laughs> yeah. Jane as well yeah. and I, I, th- at those moments I don't even correct them I'm going you know what you do you it, it's too far deep like um, I love it
1: <laughs> right let's uh, talk gloves can we do a glove
2: review yeah of course
0: This is Matt Smith, and this is the Glove Review on the Yours, Mine, Away podcast.
2: What gloves is it you currently wear? So I mix and match between two pairs. Um, I've got these magnificent S1 gloves. Um, you know, I've, I was lucky enough to test them out uh, for a glove review company. And ever since then, I thought, you know what, they're absolutely amazing. Um, and I actually... I only wore them once and it was in my last game and I, f- I thought I had an amazing game and just ever since then I thought, okay, yes, these are the gloves for me. What size um, is it you wear? I wear size 11. Oh, nice. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure I am can also could uh, pass on some gloves if you like. As well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my glove sponsor would be too happy about it. Oh, us. okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> Let's forget about that. Um, <laughs> but then also um, I love wearing the new, well, the Predator gloves. I thought they are absolutely amazing. I thought um, they've got a lot of stick over the years, Um, especially, I'm sure that you probably don't like the strapless. I'm not Uh, a fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I I wasn't a fan to start off with as well. And I just remember I I went through um, the Nike Mercurial gloves, fell in love with them originally, Um, then went on to the Puma Futures. And I thought, okay, I really like these strapless gloves. And then I was lucky enough that because of the fact that I've started working with ProDirect, um, I was able to get this pair of gloves. And I thought, Jesus Christ, like they're amazing because they've the only problem with them is just the durability. Um, I think they've got everything They they they're like, the they're nimble. Um, they've got the right padding, um, but they also feel very firm uh, on your hands. And do this. you have
1: a favorite cut? You know, like flat palm, roll finger, negative um, hybrid cut.
2: So I was a massive fan proper, of proper geeky on yeah. <laughs> So, But well, I said that, and I was like, I am a geek. <laughs> um, the one that I definitely never could do was flat palm. I thought there was like no, and I, I never felt safe with them. But I, I, always loved either hybrid or negative cuts, and I don't know where it was. Um, there was was something about them that just just made me feel more assured. I really like the hybrid cut. Like I, the I hybrid even...
1: cut's really popular. Yeah, I didn't even so know So the hybrid like... cut has got the two middle fingers, a flat palm, with the two index, or the index finger and the little finger is like a roll around it. So like you get a little bit more coverage around the, the outside fingers when you're making that fingertip save around the yeah. post and stuff like that.
2: And genuinely, for a very long time, that's all I used to wear, um, especially when talking to brands. I said, look, <laughs> I love what you, you're doing here, but no, sorry. Um, I, I really like those and I think it was only until last year when I started wearing um, the AB1 gloves Yep, and they're amazing genuinely I think um, you know there's a lot of skepticism sometimes when you pick a glove manufacturer that isn't you know your main of course main brands but genuinely it was it was one of the first gloves that I kind of like fell in love with and I was like you know what I'll wear this to every single match every everything that I've done
1: and then somebody else sent you some free ones.
2: Um, no, I just kept getting holes <laughs> oh, in the palms and I thought, you know, um, and then I was lucky enough that I was getting free gloves from AB1 and then after then um, it kind of fizzled out and I haven't spoken to them since, but I'm sure I probably could. But um, yeah, I'm I'm in a world now where uh, I'm lucky enough to get a lot of gloves. Pro so, director
1: are calling you, aren't they?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, how, I, how did that all come about? Ah. Um, oh, once again, pure luck. Every, everything. <laughs> I feel I've like
1: you sent another email here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. Um. So when I started playing as a goalkeeper, I was playing in the men's league and there was this one guy that I was really good mates with uh, called Yaf. And he, out of nowhere, stopped playing football with us. And I thought, okay, maybe he moved out of the area or something like that. And only to find out that he actually became like he started working with Nike and he also started his own podcast look uh, called Out of Home. And because of the fact that he had like this connection based on the things he'd done, he got um, connected with Soccer Bible and they're like a part Huge of Pro Direct and, you know, an amazing brand. And they had a tournament at the camp now. And they spoke to Yaf and they were like, at the new Camp, did you? Yes. Just... Wow. And they were saying, look, we need a goalkeeper uh, for this event. Do you know any goalkeepers? And he said, look, I want somebody that's from the area that would be really grateful for this opportunity. And I think it kind of coincided with the start of what I was doing. And he was like, look, he called me up. And I think I just came out of the gym. And he goes, what are you doing in two weeks' time? And I said, oh, I don't know. And I usually hate those calls because you get like, your mate that goes, I've got, you know, five-a-side tournament on a Monday. (laughs) I really need you. And you go, I don't really want to play this. And he goes, just know in two weeks' time, just take it off now because I know you're not going to say no to me. And he said, look... um, you're going to be flown out to Barcelona to play at the camp now. And I said, wow, <laughs> you're lying. And <laughs> I, I was lucky enough to meet a lot of the crew from Soccer Bible. And you was busy, so you couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I actually got a call from Real Madrid <laughs> about the same thing. Yeah, sorry. Um, and yeah, literally through them, I met a lot of people that were working for Soccer Bible and because they're connected to Pro Directs. Luckily, once again, they were looking for some people that they wanted to start um, the goalkeeper page yep. with. And just my name kind of got put into the list and um, done a few test runs with them. And they were like, yes, you're, you're the guy for this. And um, never looked back ever since. I got to meet like a lot of really cool players. And, you know, it's inc- incredible, incredible that, yeah. Did you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It's like one thing I wanted to cross off my list. I was like, if I can save his penalty, <laughs> That's all I need. I don't need nothing more in life. <laughs> that's incredible that, that just that one phone call. Genuinely. And it's, um, like, like I said, I've I've been a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. Um, and it's never been a matter of, you know, um, I've, I've known somebody that's kind of known somebody is kind of like I've had to be at the right place. And I've, that's why I've kind of also been putting myself out a little bit more and why I'm everyone on YouTube is because I don't want it to be an excuse anymore that oh, it's just pure luck. I want it to be, I've done all this hard work and this is where I think I deserve to be. And I think I'm starting to get to that position.
1: Yeah, definitely. Obviously, I, I've noticed you yeah, and uh, there's a lot of other goalkeepers and even professionally that notice yeah. how well you're doing and the, the, the content that you are involved in. Let's go on to that then. Obviously, you've done a lot of filming recently. Yeah. Uh, to To pick a highlight... <laughs> It must be quite difficult at the moment.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think in the recent time, um, like I said, probably the Jorginho thing, just, you know, growing up as a Chelsea fan and, you know, I've been... Did he do the one-step run-up? He did, did he, he run- did. Yeah. And, and you um, read it? No, Okay, not the first time. The first time he sent me for a hot dog completely. like I was like, I probably like started diving on the Wednesday. He finished scoring the goal on the Thursday. Um but yeah, it's, um, I think I'll definitely put that up there. And I think meeting some of the other people, like um, I think filming with Mikel Arteta incredible. was absolutely incredible. He's one of the nicest blokes you'll probably ever meet. And um, just speaking to him and just seeing, he, like, I totally understand the project, why why it's working so well for Arsenal right now is because he is such a people's person and... I also got to save his pen as well. So I'm like, (laughs) nice. (laughs) So, um, yeah, there's definitely been so many really cool moments. And I think any moment that I'm kind of involved in now, I'm very grateful for because, like I think I mentioned to you before, is I've I've grown up watching a lot of these guys. And I mean, like, religiously. Of course, I couldn't tell them when I first (laughs) met them. But, you know, I was very big on watching YouTube growing up. And that was like my... Um, escape from everything else and, you know, to then go and do a video with, like, the Sidemen or, you know, Chris MD. um, Many names. I don't want to just name drop before I forget somebody and they're like, (laughs) how come you didn't say my name? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's just it's th- always hard to, to to pick those moments. You're,
1: you're obviously, look, like we said, where the fun sponges of football, but they're yeah. doing these challenges, these free kick challenges, <laughs> or they're <laughs> filming with Mikel Arteta, uh, Theo yeah, Baker yeah. and Chris MD, this video. And you're the one that's the anti-football. You're trying to stop them. Uh, but it's incredible exposure. Uh, oh, you 100%. actually make some worldy saves again.
2: You, you know what? It's actually hilarious because there's a few people that I've met on the YouTube scene that I totally thought, they absolutely hated me uh, with a passion. Even Theo Baker, when we first recorded, so the first ever video that I recorded with him, actually no, sorry, the second, was with Mikel Arteta. And I remember him taking a shot, was looking like an absolute worldy, And I just remember like him being absolutely annoyed at me. And even like after we finished filming, I wanted to talk to him and he's just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it's just like completely like, wooded, yeah. And um, yeah, it took a while before like. I remember just getting a DM from him saying, "Oh, would you like to record?" And I thought, "I thought you hated me. <laughs> like, what was this?" And you know, for a lot of those guys, I totally understand it because as much as like we love highlights, I can imagine for them, they, they want to create a YouTube video where goes absolutely yeah, mad. where they score a weldy and you know people think, oh, these guys are amazing." But I think that's the beautiful, beautiful part of YouTube that when you do have a really good goalkeeping goal, it kind of verifies what you're doing rather than makes it makes indeed.
1: their clips more like creditable. like oh, 100% because they're actually testing someone of a much better standard yes Than um, just
2: someone they pulled <laughs> off the street there's um there's definitely one video um i don't want to specify who or what um but there was one video that uh, chris md done um with rotersure harry and i remember watching the video and i wasn't picked for the video unfortunately and i just remember watching First that was a goal, which I feel like people will be able to decipher <laughs> right now. And N- just going, Name
1: names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm don't, I don't do that. Um, and I
2: just remember watching the video going, Jesus Christ, this video is kind of boring because the goalkeeper is not doing anything. He's literally just standing there looking. OK, I'm not going to go there, but looking like a bit of a Muppet, I guess, in that sense. And um, it works for the guys. But then a lot of people are like, what is the point of this video if it's, it's, t- it's basically a taking a shot? a free goal yeah. what,
1: what is it like behind the scenes of the videos is there a lot of editing and they cut just the best bits or is it like yeah. a lot of you standing around waiting <laughs> for them to, to redo the intros again
2: um, it's a bit of both to be honest um, I actually like to play my favourite game uh, which is because sometimes I'm mic'd up I know that they're gonna have to go and listen through the footage <laughs> so I <laughs> then it's a good game yeah I literally love to like I'll, I'll be like what song am I going to sing today? Or like, <laughs> I'll just start like speaking some random stuff to the mic because I know they're going to have to go overtime and find that cliff and go, oh, well, this is pointless. What is the point of me listening to this? But I'm like, yes, I love it. But when, whenever you're recording, you know, these type of things, a lot of the videos that come out they're you know, you're, you're shooting for maybe even like four hours, sometimes even longer. I've had shoots which are seven hours, eight hours, and then you have to condense all of that into a 20-minute video max. Um, and, like, we've done a video recently which took five different days to shoot, and those five days took four hours each. And you're wow. just thinking, like, the video is 20 minutes. Like, you're going to miss out on a lot of saves. And that's the annoying part. There's plenty of videos where I'm like... I'm sure I made more than two saves here. Like what well, is <laughs> happening? But As- just... Asking for the outtakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll exactly. I'll take that bit. I'll take that bit. My <laughs> oh, 100%. Just put it on TikTok, Instagram. Hopefully it goes viral. Um, but I do understand it from their perspective. And I know a lot of people get the stick, you know, the F2 got the stick for it for a while Go in. well, you've scored this baldy, but it probably took you 500 takes. But it's a lot of the time what these guys are doing, bearing in mind, they're not professional footballers. They're going for a spectacular thing, which, t- which is going to take even a professional footballer millions a of while. takes to do. Um, so that's why I've got like massive respect because you look at some of these guys and they're still ma- like, technically gifted. You look at, for example, Chris MD. I've been lucky enough that I've not only had to go and do free kicks against him, but then I've done free kicks against like professional footballers, Premier League footballers. Hopefully this is out by them, but Ward-Prowse is one of them. And you're looking at him, and you're like, this guy genuinely is able to hit a free kick at a very high level. Like, there's plenty of times I've literally just standing there going, Jesus Christ, like, (laughs) pick another one out, pick (laughs) another one out. And it's like, a lot of people that are online, they they don't see that side of things because you can't. You've only got 20 minutes. What was it like
1: facing a Ward-Prowse free kick?
2: You know what I I'll tell you this absolute Whipskey genuinely I've I've never I think cuz I've seen a lot of people that take free kicks but I've never seen somebody that is able to not only hit it with accuracy and whip on it but also with pace and it's just one of those things it's like if he's picked a corner if you don't maybe like sneak maybe a step in or something like that if he wants to go for the opposite corner you're done and um you know, he was probably annoyed a few times. I saved a few. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Free kicks are typically so hard because you actually give up a portion of your goal. And, and you're genuine. saying if you put it in that far corner, you've almost given him a goal, have not you? 100%. But, and then you get criticised if you move early and they go your side.
2: Yeah, and I think... And what people
1: don't realise as well is the moment the ball struck, you actually lose the ball for 10 yards. Yes, and you only see it come over someone's head or past a shoulder and then your reaction time is so impaired. It's so short. 100%. And then you've then got four, like a, a good five, six yards to cover. And by the time you actually get one or two steps in, the ball could be past you.
2: Yeah. You know what? There's, there's so much criticism that goalkeepers get for these things. Also, like... The other thing that annoys me is like when, when a lot of goalkeepers get criticised for like letting a goal in at the near post. Oh, wow. <laughs> and don't, stuff like that. Don't, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> just PTSD, just ringing right now. And it's um, I think that's the problem, because there's not as many people that are representing goalkeepers, even at the highest stage. You know, you look at pundits on TV, and there's only so many times I can look at, you know... Uh, I love Carrigan and Gary Neville, but sometimes they talk about goalkeepers, and you're just thinking horrible stick to the defenders please Uh, you know it's that
1: comment when it as soon as you know they're they're gonna look at a clip and go keeper should have done better oh you go oh for god's sake genuinely it's it's horrible and like like you said the the beat at the near post is such a myth genuinely (laughs) no you just got beat it doesn't matter if it's at the near post or at the far post you've been beaten
2: and the worst part is most of the time you expect to, to go far post so it's like when you do get somebody that hits you at the near post you're like oh Okay, you know, if you haven't prepared well enough, you're thinking... One
1: of the hardest shots to save is actually on the angle when they put it in the near post in the top corner. Yes. Because physically, it defies physics to save it. (laughs) Uh, You're waiting for him to shoot low across you because that's what they're all coached to do. Yeah, And then as soon as someone bobbles one and it goes up in the top (laughs) bin and then everyone goes, shouldn't get beat from there. Yeah, oh my God, (laughs) you have no idea. Oh, it's terrible. But... Uh, Go back to some of your videos. You recently filmed with Aaron Ramsdale?
2: Yes. What was I, that like? Oh, it was um, it was amazing. He's genuinely, and I'm sure you know this as well, one of the best blokes, um, you know, in football, I'll say, in that sense. Because sometimes you can get so many mixed personalities. But um, proper down-to-earth guy. And, um, yeah, it was really fun filming with him because we weren't the only ones that were filming with him. And every single time that like he was filming with other people, he kept coming back to us and just being like, <laughs> just having conversations with us. Clearly, he was not impressed <laughs> with whatever they had over there. Um, and yeah, love him. I'm not even an Arsenal fan, and genuinely, I've got just a I great just guy. Isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Love Loves him. the
1: game as well. Right, uh, Zinchenko.
2: Yes, he he was on the other side. I think when we filmed with him, was this with Pro Direct? Yeah, as well? this was with Pro Direct as well. And um, I think this was just coming, I think it was either ahead of the derby against Spurs, or, yeah, I think it was ahead of it, or Liverpool, one of the two games. And And he just caught an injury, I think, a few days before, and then they would have had the big game. So he got instructed by his team that he's not allowed to kick. Oh, wow. So you could just see that, like, the whole day, he was just, like, really annoyed. He was like, I don't really want to be here, but I've got to be here. Until we kind of told him, oh, you get to use a ball launcher. And he was like, oh, okay, now now now, now the fun begins. Um, But yeah, he was also, once again, a really chill guy um, to film with. Um, Wasn't able to show his personality, I think, across as much in the video. But you get that sometimes because you're on such a tight schedule with professionals.
1: Uh, What a lot of people don't see is on a media day, like you said, before the Aaron Ramsey one, you're, there's so many different oh, types gee. of press and media there that the, the players are actually filming with up to 20 people yes. in like an hour and they're getting passed around and it's the same stuff that they're getting asked. So yeah. to do something exciting with someone like yourself is why it's more of a pull and the players will keep coming back and wanting to do it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know what? I've, I've also seen the other side of things, which is um, I've had to, <laughs> I once travelled to, uh, to Leicester Um, to do a video with uh, James Madison. And I remember, you know, I was stressing out, like I missed my train because it was delayed and everything, I thought, oh my God, what is happening? Um, I finally get there and it was filming with another player, um, another Premier League player. And um, I just got in there just in time. We only filmed for five minutes and they say, okay, it's time for Madders to come in. So I'm like, okay, perfect. What what a bloke to go up against, you know, another one to add to the list. and then he just goes, yeah, I don't really fancy kicking today. And you go, Come all oh, this way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've literally come all this way for five <laughs> minutes of filming. Um, and then what do I do now? So I was literally just on the sidelines, just like watching everything going along. And I was like, <laughs> so yeah. So sometimes you do get those moments where like, either the players don't want to play or they're instructed by their team. And those are usually the most annoying ones. Um, just because you'd want to. And I'm sure even... For, for, for yourself as well it's like if you got a chance to like throw with the with players
1: this is going back a long time again right I remember the day that Robin Van Persie signed for Arsenal oh. right so I I was training with the first team and the reserves I was in and out like from being I think I was like 18 years old so one day after training I got shower put my own kit back on I was about to go home and someone came up to me uh, one of the staff and went oh you, you're doing a double session today so I was like Oh bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I was like, I just want to uh, like. I had to get the train back. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm so late, Christ! <laughs> Who else is doing it? And they was like, oh, no one. You're just going out to do a bit of filming. So I was like, oh, this is, this is annoying. <laughs> right, and I went outside, and it was the day to sign Robin van Persie, and it was a media day, and he literally just took free kick after free kick, shot from the edge of. Uh, and I, I've never—I don't, don't think I saved anything. I hope that footage is dead. <laughs> <laughs> like it was embarrassing, but it made him look incredible. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Like, is
2: there—is there anyone that you'd want to work with that you haven't? Like,
1: it's so hard. Obviously, like your idols. Like I always say, like David Seaman. I managed mm. to work with him one day, and he did ten volleys and walked in. <laughs> he was that good. He li- he caught. He came out, did his warm up, caught the first ten volleys, and went. Oh, I can't do any more and walked in. So I said, like, oh my God, that's um, like, <laughs> to do stuff like that, you are unreal. And then obviously, van der Sar. But yeah. the new ones that are coming through are just a different breed. The, the size of them, like you look at Courtois, you look at Donnarumma, oh, yeah. they there's some big, big goalies out there. And then, you've got like, the, the modern type of goalkeepers, like a Jordan Pickford or Edison, the way they distribute the ball.
2: Even like, Emmy Martinez, he's like, yeah, big, differently. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Even
1: like the World Cup, when it's going to pens, you actually... Favouring the goalkeepers at the moment. Yeah. I think there's been I think this is the the record for most amount of penalties saved in games for a World Cup. Oh wow. So like the <laughs> it what goes t- to show t- <laughs> we're on top, mate. We're, to, we're, <laughs> we're finally there. <laughs> uh, All right, finally I want to go back to your soccer AM stuff. Yes. Uh, what is it like working with Jimmy?
2: Amazing. Genuinely um, the one thing. Like, going into Soccer AM, I, I, I heard a lot of things saying, you know, this person's unbearable to work with and all of these things. But it was actually the opposite for me. Like, you know, they kind of took me in and every single time I go into the show, the, the, one of the first things that I could hear from the moment that uh, Jimmy sees me, it's just, Big John! <laughs> from the, I don't even know where he is, but you just know that he's somewhere in and around the vicinity. And... Um, He's, he's amazing. Of course, I'm sure, originally, once again, I thought he hated me. Because um, <laughs> you save all his best bits. Yeah, li- literally, the first three shows were all clean sheets against him. And he would, like, come up to me and he's like, you're not the first person to try and make a career out of me. <laughs> you know, this, and I was like, flipping love you. Um, but yeah, genuinely, um, such a nice, such a nice bloke. Like, I've got all the time in the world for him. Um, always down, or like, after the show to be like, you had to take a quick pedal? And he's like, yeah, let's go. And oh, he, nice. You know, he's, he's I always... I bet Tubes is
1: all over that as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah.
2: Tubes, once again, another person that I love with a passion. Um, from the get-go, he would always come up to me and he'll, he'll be like, listen, you are my absolute favourite on the show. Or he would just be like... He probably says that <laughs> to says everyone. He says that to everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's I was about to say. Um, but yeah, he's massive respects. Uh, he does a lot of the work behind the scenes as well from what he told me. Um, you know, to push me as well because he believes, oh, nice. you know, because um, I think as well, I think there's there's a lot of good goalkeepers on that show. There really is, yeah. But the problem is I don't think they're getting pushed out as well. I think he should be kind of like what they had before with Melvin or even when they had with, um, oh my God. Lloyd. Lloyd. There you go. Th- oh, thank you so much for that. Um, in a the sense, of like, there he is. Absolutely. <laughs> legend, legend. Lloyd. Legend. Um, you know, there was that whole thing about, like, you know, they made made them a presence. They were a character. They, exactly. They were their own
1: Soccer AM character, weren't they?
2: Yeah, and it's like, that. it kind of connects you to, to all the people that are watching. And, you know, like I said, I'm forever grateful for the fact that I've got a jingle on the show. But it's like, sometimes we, we're put in so much of a rotation of goalkeepers that it doesn't really feel like that place is, like, your own. Like, I wouldn't mind the the rotation, but... Maybe a few more gigs here and yeah, there exactly. wouldn't, wouldn't hurt.
1: Um, Call me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: You know, but I, that's also the reason why I didn't do like footballs on Saturdays was because I thought this might be the year that I might get a few more um, runs out, especially with Jacko. He, he decided to uh, stop doing it.
1: What like What's that. the car park like? Is it hard? Oh, it yes. looks solid I know I know it is a car park but they've laid AstroTurf down have they done anything to help the goalies out so not?
2: the six yard box is padded oh, right. at least a little bit it's probably like you know those mattresses that you probably get at like school that are like literally thin um but then yeah outside of that like you know when they do um the 1v1s and all of this you're going at your own risk genuinely <laughs> like I've I've remember just coming back home a few times with carpet burn oh, or, like trousers stuck l- to you yeah and exactly oh, it's horrible that um, feeling and it's, but it's really cool because once once you're in the zone, once you know that the show is on, like you've got all the fans at the side and you're like adrenaline pumping and you're like, I'm about to pull off a world here, <laughs> you guys are about to all see it. Um, and yeah, you just, you just love it. But then at the same time, sometimes you feel like the villain because like the last show I was on, um, I saved like the penalty <laughs> to, that was meant to go to like all the fans. Oh, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is, this is not ideal. Um, Who Whose was it? you saved um it was um there's there's a comedian Maisie Allen I think it is. um she like they they lost the like um <laughs> the questions so she had to take it and I was like oh she's definitely going to this side um but then even like with the cash builder I think they only really got like a hundred pound or like stuff like that so it was a rough day in the office for <laughs> Jimmy and co but um yeah it was really dope
1: finally right when the show's on then We've seen your TikTok of you hitting the top Binzel. Yes. How many takes did it... Liar.
2: (laughs) I am not... He's he's holding
1: one finger in the air, (laughs) confidently wagging (laughs) it.
2: One take, right? And the reason why I say one take is because there was another take, right? Bear with me. So that's two. (laughs) No, no, bear with me. Bear with me, bear with (laughs) with me. The truth's coming out. But it wasn't like... So I wasn't aiming to do that. It was literally one of my mates was recording me and I said... I was on the phone, literally had a phone call with my mum because she was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be watching you on the show. Good luck, (laughs) all of this, you know. Um, And I said, you know what, let me take this quick shot. So I literally take a quick shot. It hits a bin, but it goes out. Um, And I'm like, okay, no, 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 I've got to do this properly. So I literally put the ball down. And I was actually talking to my mates about it. I said to them, I was like, the last time I was on the show, I hit this, like, beautiful Roberto Carlos strike that went just (laughs) under the bins, but nobody recorded it. And I was, like, really annoyed that nobody did. And then one of my mates was just there like, make sure that you record this one. Then I was like, oh, yeah, g- good idea. I literally <laughs> hit it. And I'll, sh- I'll show you the full video after. and You'll just see my reaction because I don't even believe it myself. <laughs> um, but once I hit it, I was like, this is probably one of the best goals I think I've ever scored in my life. Um, but, yeah, I love it.
1: Unbelievable. Oh, 100%. Uh, are you going to start creating your, your own content? I know yes. we've talked about a bit about you being on Sucker AM and you featuring on other people's videos. Are you going to, through your own YouTube channel, stop creating stuff?
2: Yes. Um, I mean, I've already started doing a lot of stuff on um, TikTok and uh, on Instagram. Give your sh- socials a shout out, oh, uh, Big John GK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been doing it on on those, and I've I've seen the progress. Just over a few months, I started that in February. I'm, you know, we're, we're in December, and I'm on, I think, 78k of the time speaking, which I'm very proud of. Um, but then from the next year, I am also looking to um, move onto YouTube, and luckily, I am very lucky to have a great network of people that have already said that they're willing to take part in videos and stuff. If you want to come down for a video as I'm well, more than willing to yeah. come on yours. Um, and there's like a really cool challenge that I'm looking to do with, um, with a lot of the players. I'm not going to go into too much specifics before anybody knows my <laughs> idea. But it is kind of like a Top Gear style thing where I get different people like different like every week and I go okay who do who thinks they can score the most goals and no, then just have like a leaderboard different board. challenges to do yeah and um, it's, a, it's a really cool idea a lot of people said they're down it's just more down to actually getting it done um, which I'm looking forward to I think next year could be even bigger and better And
1: put me on your list mate
2: oh how, how many if you if was given 30 shots right and we're talking about you get Penalties, free kicks, oh, the penalties outside the box, um, two touch, um, headers and bodies and stuff. How many do you think you could score out of thirty? Past you? Yes, it's a difficult
1: one. My striking's pretty good, mate.
2: <laughs> okay, I'll take <tell> that. <laughs> I think but a lot of goalkeepers have. That, that's the thing.
1: We, uh, for eighteen years now, I, I've been serving goalkeepers boys <laughs> <and> deliberately <laughs> shooting. I do more shooting than the strikers oh, do. Yeah. So. I think you'll find a lot of the, the professional goalkeepers will really fancy themselves. And yeah. I, I'm not going to say that I don't either.
2: <laughs> I've, I've got a funny story with that as well after, um, with Jack Butland on Soccer AM. Gave him a really tough time. And then I was trying to like have a talk with him after <laughs> the show. And he's just like, yeah, mate. <laughs> oh, did he pop you off? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I remember just like, as I'm leaving the, the the studios, you know, he's he's in his car or whatever. And I'm just like, in a bit, Jack. And he's just like, it just drives off and hurt like, his oh. pride. Yeah. I thought, not Jack. I, to, I grew up actually really liking him as well. And I thought, probably just a day, you know. He probably <laughs> wanted to get some more money in the cash building. But um, yeah, 30 shots. How many do you think? But make you a get? call, we'll clip it, yeah. John's
1: vid. When that time comes, we'll oh, Yes. It. That is a good I'm saying over half.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: Give us a number. 15 15 to 20. I'll go, I'll sit in the middle, I'll go 18. 18. Wow. 18. It's a bold 18? statement.
2: I was gonna say that. Like, How much
1: do you think you'd score past me?
2: Oh, to be honest, I, I feel like I'm a good striker myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. You're not gonna back, you've got to back yourself. Yeah, of course. But to be honest, like whenever So I've I've kind of filmed a few times with with a lot of the guys, and because because it's 30 shots, you, you think like even outside the box, if you was given 10 yes, shots. It's tough. It's tough, right? You don't expect to score five out of the ten. Um, and I remember like speaking to a lot of the guys and I remember there was like one or two, they'll be like, I'll be happy if I get like 10. And I'm like, back yourself, what <laughs> exactly. is, is Like you get five penalties, you know, you, you would expect to bury all five realistically. And it's just, um, yeah, it's crazy to think just how much goalkeepers back themselves. <laughs> <before> <laughs> we do, the we're striker. confident. <laughs>
1: but I love
2: it I love it absolutely love it excellent
1: Right, that's all we've got time for today on the Yours Mine Away podcast with me Mark Howard and producer Ben can't thank you enough Big John GK for coming in
2: thank you for having me it's been a
1: great episode Uh, please go hit the subscribe button and give us a five star rating it really helps the channel grow thanks again John all the best guys take care see
2: you what a shame from Mark Howard